What's good, Buckhook Nation? Welcome back, y'all. Captain Guac here, my boy Jay. What's going on? And we do have a special guest tonight with us, y'all. His name is Gus. Gus, tell him what's up. How's it going? All right, y'all, on the Buck Cook Podcast today, we're going to be talking the latest in fishing and what's popping out on the water, the uh, duck migration, what's flying our way, hog hunting and what's dropping. We still got that bacon hitting the ground and uh, how it's starting to heat up in the brush country for these uh, whitetail that we are all after. Ain't that right, fellas? Yes, sir. I'm just looking for some drop tines. And a good time. That's it. But uh, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, dude, that's it right there. We're going to talk a little fishing. And uh, my boy Gus here happens to be a pro, y'all. We'll be talking the skills and the tips and tricks he uses out on the bay. Gus, tell him what's up, big dog. Yeah, no, no, not a not a pro though. No, no. Not a pro, not, not a, a pro, pro, not a pro. Jay's a pro though. <laughs> no, no, no. So Gus, I mean, you're you're Gus Hangler. How old are you, bud? Thirty years old. Thirty years old, yes, yes sir. sir. Um, you and I first met back when we were little league, little league. playing baseball. Yeah. Both of us catchers. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what 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 you been doing since? How much? Uh, ever since uh, after. Graduated playing baseball. I coaching now. I'm a coach at Harlingen High School. That's what's up, coaching, baby. Uh, and uh, and uh, teacher, special ed, and also coaching baseball. Nice. And yeah. so, where'd you play high school? I played at Porter High School. And then from there, you played college ball. I played college ball at uh, UTB here in Brownsville. Yeah. That's nice, nice. Yeah. And then you graduated. I uh, graduated in 2014, and then uh, as soon as I was done playing. Uh, hung them up and started uh, coaching at St. Joseph Academy. Started off volunteering and then pretty quick, not in less than a month, and they asked me to, you know, see if I can, you know, be on payroll and be a coach there. So that's that's, that's awesome, dude. That's how it's started that's ever since. Good. Coaching yeah. gives you some some amazing feels, doesn't it? It does, man. Yeah, Seeing these players uh, grow and develop. Is oh yeah, awesome. man. And you know, I was started coaching at. 23 24 years old and you know now i'm already 30 and see ex-players and stuff and hey coach you know yeah. i'm just you know it's it awesome. makes you think you might a little old but you know yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a good feeling oh yeah it's you know same here man yeah, you both know. of you are coaches yeah so coaches yeah, yeah. develop man seeing my guys in that uh, hannah play and and all developing you know, going to the playoffs, stuff like that, dude, it's it's amazing, uh, dude. I still remember they were putting their, you know, hip pad and the butt pad all over the place. You know what I mean? Missing stuff in middle school. That's what you Crazy have. times, yeah, man. Yeah. And to see them now and, and now in college even doing uh, college ball. So that's – it's cool, man. It's no, cool yeah, to see them grow. No, I mean, I know <clears throat> baseball usually – Baseball players tend to like some kind of hunting. It's, it's associated a lot with mm-hmm. whitetail hunting and duck hunting. I mean, for yeah. some reason, they They're go tied in. Yeah, they, they go hand in hand. Um, you also, like I see on your Instagram, you also did, uh, you know, helping out with like clinics, coaching clinics. and uh, Right, you know. right. Uh, yeah, no, I also, what I'm doing right now, I'm uh, coaching at California <clears throat> Baseball Academy. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a travel baseball they brought from California. And it's pretty much a travel baseball, you know, team that, you know, it's pretty much just exposure, you know, for the kids and, you know, a program and what they have to follow, you know, to to go to play, what to, you know, play at the next level, what they have to do. A higher level. A higher level, you know. That's awesome. You know, not just, you know, it's on the field, it's, you know, off the field, you know, with school and 
you know, weight room and, you know, time management and everything. You know? <clears throat> so it's, so that's what, you know, that's what I've been doing, you know. So when you're not coaching, you're hitting the water, big dog. Right. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. It's uh, any chance that I get, man, it's uh, right now it's, it's hunting season, you know, but For sure. it's uh, any chance, you know, if I know a low pressure or, you know, hasn't been a cold front and or something, you know, I might go try it out, you know, put on the waders and. Yeah. Well, cold fronts are known for uh, big speckled trouts. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's you know you don't know if you're gonna go try. You know, it doesn't matter where. You know, you just you never know, man. You can catch the big one. Yeah, Jay. What's uh, moving right now in the bay? So <clears throat> lately, I um, I have a good friend from um, here. It's, he's from Brownsville. His name's Chewy. Um, he he has a fishing charter. You know, he's a guide, black line fishing charter, and um, he's been doing a lot of snook and uh, grouper fishing, man. Like Dang. a whole lot, and he's been doing it basically in getting into the port. Okay. Um, he oh, he designs lures for RGB lures as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so he he'll be on here, you know, pretty soon. But he he does uh he does good work, and it, it's nice having him as a friend. You know, he tells you, hey, go here, yeah. go there. Um, of course, like right now, I don't know if you, anybody. What, what's today? Today is the, Monday, the fifteenth. Fifteenth, right? Fourteenth, fourteenth, something. Fourteenth, like yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> a few days away from Christmas, man. Yeah, Peyton Bay and Rattlesnake Bay is extremely low. Um, can't get in there, like at all, unless mm-hmm. you have an airboat. Um, so you get, you know, you constantly have to be watching the waters and tides to make sure right. where you can even fish. Um, that's why he's been hitting up, you know, the. the the canal you know mm-hmm. that deeper water right there and then just targeting snook and grouper um gotcha but uh, like other than that it's you know out in the bay you gotta mm-hmm. you just sometimes have to find them they move and um yeah i've been seeing a lot of success though uh, a lot of the, the the captains that are out there right now yeah. still running charters man they're loading up on right. bull reds or big snook. trout yeah a yeah. lot of big trout too you know that big snook, weather big trout. brings you know nice trout yeah, man. And uh, so right now with the uh, ducks flying over our way, Jay, talk about a little bit. Tell the people out there what is good in the duck hunting world, man. So we went out um, Thanksgiving morning. We have like a tradition hunt, duck hunt that we go out. Mikey Pettis comes in, um, Omar Ramos. It's uh, good seeing Yeah, a guys. bunch of those guys come in and we get together, you know, right before we hit the family and, and start cooking. But... We went out to South Bay and we had a we had a successful morning. There was plenty of pintail. You can definitely tell that the pintail population is like has boomed. You know what I mean? Yeah. They uh, a few years ago they they brought it back down to you can only shoot one per day. So okay. instead of two, like it used to mm-hmm. be. So you can tell that the the pintail population or the pintail numbers are mm-hmm. extremely high. I know. I mean, it's we working. hunt. Yeah, we hunt coastal water. So you know, you'll never see a mallard. Like you will never see those those orange feet come down. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, we have those redheads that, like, from Canada, North America, eighty five percent of those redheads migrate through Laguna Madre. I've said that. So yeah. it's a you know you want to duck hunt, go out and shoot some redheads, and it's going to be a successful. Plenty, yeah. plenty to go. Around. I haven't seen as many um, bluebills. Bluebills. It's been like extremely low. There's a lot of like. Flying widgeon. There's a lot of flying pintails. Like I said, redheads are decoying widgeons. I'll decoy every once in a while. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Teal, well, Teal was way early in the season. By now, it's it's rare when you see him, or you just see him in freshwater, okay. you know, those inland ponds and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, you know, we've been we've been doing pretty good. Um, the way we set up our decoys is we basically like to work the wind. You know, make sure that the right. ducks are flying into the wind so that when they land they have you know that smooth landing and we try to put that landing you know so they don't have to circle around so if the wind is you know if we're hunting and the wind is in our face they're going to be coming from behind us and landing you know kind of away from us that's not the scenario we want we want it you know the wind the other way so that they're landing coming at us you know you have to be a little bit more silent yeah your faces are out in the the open but it's uh that's that's the way to go Yeah. yeah and you just the way we do it is we work our, our way around the mangroves, you know, just make sure that your feet are in the water, mm-hmm. that you're sitting in the water, you know, don't mess with the mangroves, don't break them, don't sit on them, don't do anything like that, but mm-hmm. you can get out there and shoot plenty of, plenty of Bro, bugs. I love awesome. uh, seeing when you mess with Spanky on the <clears throat> snaps, too. Oh, bird yeah. and all that dude he just gets so excited you yeah. can tell that dog needs to be in the water always ready to hunt that's Sp- yeah spanky's a 10 year old well december 16th which is in two days two days yeah spanky's yeah, day two days yeah. he'll be 10 years old so he's wow. a britney spaniel that i got back when i was in san antonio awesome dog and uh, he's an excellent duck hunter i mean he will outwork any dog he um he weighs about 35 pounds soaking wet so yeah. he was the runt of the group Damn. um now showing them yeah how i got him was you know <laughs> i uh i was looking for a welsh springer spaniel and they didn't i could not find one you know in right. the southern part of the united states so the next best thing was a Brittany, and i found a breeder in new Braunfels, and uh, i contacted her she was like i only had 300 dollars at the time she mm-hmm. was like no they're 450 she's like but if i have trouble selling them you know, I'll give you a call back. Wow. So then, sure enough, she calls me back right. three weeks later, and she's like, hey, I have two left. She's like, come pick one out. Give me what you have, and then when you get the rest, like, I'll send you, I mean, I'll give me the money, and then mm-hmm. I'll send you his paperwork. And I was like, sure. I already <laughs> had the 400. Yeah. She had dropped it down to 400, so I show up, and the way I picked it from the two was who was going to come to me first. So it was that little oh, one wow, named him Spanky. I wanted something that most people don't, you know, most <laughs> yeah. bird hunters don't name a right, dog right, Spanky. Right, right. But he um, he does very, very well on the water. Like he's he awesome. Yeah, he'll outwork any lab, you know, any pointer. I mean, those German short hair pointers. Right. Uh, it, it's, it's awesome to see him because the ducks are like half his, I mean, have yeah. a size, but they're, right. they're yeah. massive. They're you know? big. They're big. Yeah. Yeah. But you other never... than that, like you know, you, you definitely just get on the water. You know, if it's you have some wind, if you have some a cool breeze and you know a misty morning, get yeah. on the water. You'll definitely have some ducks flying and decoying. Heck yeah, man! And we're gonna swap over to some hunting, fellas, because we know it is the yeah. season that um i definitely wait for count down the days till this one hits and well we are well into it now december's here halfway through december and uh one of my favorite times of the year because this weather is definitely my favorite it's How about cooled you? down finally it's definitely cooled down we had a little fun, a little front just moved through and uh, the hogs are out there, ain't they, Jay? Guys, yeah. y'all no, seen them? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Hogs are plenty, guys. We've been uh, seeing them out. Actually, Jay and I were out there the other night. Just popped one yeah. uh, at, over a bait that I put in the ground. Have y'all used that uh, that hog? 
Like heaven liquid? Mm-hmm. What is yeah, the it's name hog of heaven. It? It's so hog it's, heaven, right? It's hog heaven. Then there's like pig wild or hog wild. Yeah, yeah. There's like three juices, but they all work. Right. Yeah. Awesome. So this stuff. How, how, like, how do you get them to? Yeah, man. So what I do is I, I got that post hole digger, right? Dug in a couple feet into the uh, the dirt there, kind of by a feeder, but huge trail moving through there. I know it's a uh, hog's favorite spot, one of the favorites on our ranch, and. Uh, you know, dug that whole couple feet deep, put some of that liquid in, put some corn, a little more liquid corn, then just put all that dirt back. Now, that, man, I'll tell you, I had a camera set up on it. I got, like, hundreds of hog photos now, you know? Damn. So they're hitting it, and they made it like a wallow. Yeah, so that, that a little, huge yeah, It's big, man. They keep coming after it, so I keep just freshening up that, that area now, the little bait station, and they just keep coming back. So we uh, went out the other night. It was like, what, midnight, I think? It was about yeah, 12 yeah. or so. Yeah, and uh, there was a huge hog, about five all together. And Jay and I just dropped him. Well, I took one shot with a 17 right, right at the head, and Jay followed it with a two, uh, was it 243? The 223. 223. Right. And I dropped him that's right there. on Instagram. On Buck yeah, that's right, y'all. Buck Hook's Instagram. We had Check that video up. But, yeah, I mean, it was that we weren't sure because you wanted to take that shot in dark. Yeah. Uh, so we didn't have any green light. He just, he didn't have a thermal just on. Just with the moonlight, yeah. At 17, and he took that shot, so I followed up. And, <laughs> I mean, I didn't have to. That that hog was down. But yeah, it, was it was awesome, though. We got to hang it there at Capaz, so Bayview, where we hunt. Yeah. And uh, hung it, and he was all excited, too, seeing that meat hang. Now, what's cool about the, that hog specifically is uh, we were able to donate that meat, so... Oh, Y'all ever nice. given some meat away, you know? Oh, yeah. It feels it awesome. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. feels awesome doing that. So and then they send you the picture of how they cook it. Yeah, yeah. so this one is going to be turned into tamales, and that is probably one of my favorite ways to eat the uh, hog and deer combo, right? Uh-huh. It, uh, the hog meat adds a little fat to it, and those tamales come out pretty amazing. Yes, sir. But, uh, yeah, so the hogs are out there in plenty, and we're actually offering those hog hunts. Ain't that right, Jay, still? Yes, sir, $100 a night. We'll guide you. We'll provide thermal. We'll provide the rifle. And um, if you harvest a, a hog, it's an additional $50. 50 bucks. We'll go ahead and clean them up, quarter them up, and throw them on ice for you. Heck, yeah. Uh, you know, give us a shout-out. Not a shout-out, but give us, you know, a drop in our DM or Facebook or, you know, shoot us a text. But... Well, we'll book you in, and um, our success rate is about 80 to 90%. So, you know, come on out and have a good time. Yeah, man. We'll quarter it up, throw it on ice for you guys. And uh, definitely the best part of it is making those memories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Memories I mean, it's, with crew. It's just a good, good time. Always, always. So, this time of year, though, uh, is one of our favorites as well for the whitetail rut action. So uh, we did have a lot of our local deer coming out, at least at my ranch um, here in Bayview. All those doe that were coming out at the beginning of the season, the bachelor groups of bucks that come out are starting to split up. And to me, that's a good sign. Yep. It means that uh, the rut's kicking in. They're starting to get in heat, and that's when those big boys come out. And hopefully we get lucky behind the, the scope right and drop them right oh, there. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, one thing we were talking about just a bit ago is – Letting these deer grow, right, and what how it's important for our uh, our what is it our local herd, right? Well, to, I mean, just basically to get some bigger deer. Yeah. I mean, at at, at the ranch I'm at, I'm in uh, about twenty miles north of Rio Grande City, mm-hmm. um, and it's um, the ranch is called Las Las Hojas. 
but uh, there's plenty of deer. You know, you'll sit in a blind and you'll see about 10 to 15 doe in each sendero um, mixed in with spikes, little rack bucks. Um, yeah. But uh, I finally got to see a nice shooter buck this weekend. Man, uh, tell me about it. Yeah, right. man. <laughs> so Saturday night we were in the blind, had my godson with me. And while we were in the blind, you know, 5 o'clock came and nothing was moving. You know, 5.30 came and nothing was moving. And I was like, what the hell? You know, I saw mm-hmm. about 35 deer this morning. Right. I'm not seeing anything this afternoon. Something's, something's up. up. Yeah. Something's up. So sure enough, um, right at 6 o'clock, you know, I start seeing a few does come out. Mm-hmm. And by that time, sunset, I think, was like at 5.50. So it started getting dark and, you know, we couldn't see anymore. Right. So we went back to camp, you know, cooked up, you know, took a, went to sleep, woke up in the morning, got back in the blind. As soon as we got in the blind, you could see the deer were, were moving. I mean, you could, um, the binoculars kind of get some light through them. Right, right. And uh, you could just see those blobs of, of animals just that. moving out yeah. there. Yeah. So um, start getting excited. we start getting some light and we could see, you know, all the way down the senderos. And we have a few does here, a few little rack bucks here and there. Um, and then all of a sudden, I just see this one bucks. I mean, this one doe kind of pick up her tail and start, you know, trotting mm-hmm. away. Um, a few seconds later, I see this chocolate, chocolate rack come out. God, right? and so my feeling right. My my godson's sitting in the window on the side of the window where he's. It's convenient for him to shoot. So I right. say, you know what? Go ahead and shoot him. He tries to pull up the rifle and he's <laughs> you know hesitant and um, pulls it out and then he forgets to load it. So he um, brings it back in and then has trouble loading it. So I, I load it and I'm like, move. Adrenaline's yeah. pumping, man. Yeah, yeah we got like seconds. So <laughs> when all this is happening, there was already fog the whole morning, but it was to where you could still see. Mm-hmm. It started getting thicker instantly, like instantly. It's crazy getting, how fast yeah, yeah. that stuff rolls in. Yeah, that's, I mean, it started getting thick. So as soon as I sit down and I'm watching him, he's, he's walking away. And I give him some little, eh, eh, and he Classic. does not turn away. And I'm just literally waiting at least to get, you know, him pick up his neck and right. turn to the rider. Little broadside something. Just to try to get his neck at least. And it just disappears into the fog. So I'm, you know, my adrenaline's pumping. I'm breathing hard. And Dang. Um, I, I got pretty mad. You yeah. know what I mean? It's The fog stayed for about an hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. So Man. by that time it was, you know, 840 and... I could barely start seeing, so yeah. deer were barely out on the senderos, and so we pretty much, you know, that was Sunday morning, called it quits, but yeah. going back out, definitely going back out, you yeah. know, this Friday. Yeah. And, um, I think every day, weekend. every day it starts getting a little better once yeah. the rut kicks in, it's like... And because it only lasts, like, two weeks, if that, you know, yeah. prime, 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 prime chasing, prime. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. especially so. when that fog's out, or... Uh, I mean, you see one doe come out, like, I get the gun ready, man, because there could be one with, you know, old mossy horns right behind her. All of a sudden, you get seconds to shoot, just like that example right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's always those stories that lead to, like, the biggest bucks, and, yeah. you know, it's what we're all after, especially chocolate horns. Yeah, it just God. motivates you to, like, right. okay, Like, if trying. you feel your heart, like, I know when it's my buck, when it's the buck of the season right there in front of you, because I get, I mean, I start shaking, you know, and then you got to, like, cool yourself. It's like, yeah. okay, I know this is a yeah. shooter deer now. So, you know, this feels right. And, you know, just yeah. boom, it takes seconds. And before you know it, you're like, what just happened? 
you know, it's pretty crazy. So, but I mean, so it's uh, it's my first year at this ranch, but um, I'm, that's a good yeah, sign, right yeah, there. Yeah, it is a good sign. You know, it's a uh, how's it camp there at that uh, ranch? It's it's awesome, dude. Yeah, so, you love it. Uh, it's a little house. It has two rooms, living room, um, a kitchen area, but it doesn't have like appliances. Everything's mm-hmm. little portable propane stuff, right? And then it has a four car garage where we keep a mule to work around the ranch, and then. Inside the garage, they have a pool table, and they also have a um, a brick oven, basically, you know, nice. where we do all the grilling. That's my favorite. Uh, right yeah, we do all the grilling when it's <clears throat> nice and cold outside. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Those, uh, yeah, it keeps us inside and nice and warm, so. That's sweet. It, uh, That's sweet. There's also two ponds out there. One's about four acres, which okay. has a bunch of ducks. And then there's one. They're fishing there, too? Yeah, so. Back in 2012, Texas Parks and Wildlife went in and filled in a bunch of catfish and bass and tilapia in, certain, in a bunch of those lakes. They're not, they're not they're little ponds, but they're, they hold water. I mean, okay. year around yeah. Yeah. and plenty of water. I, I don't know how they do it there in the hill country, but they hold plenty of water. And you could see, I mean, you look through the binoculars because it's, it's about 200 yards from camp, but you'll look at the water and you'll see, you know, fish popping. And it's like, Bam. That's sweet. Yeah, that's right. I haven't fished it because it's not. I've been, you know, wanting to to hunt. Right, right, right. <laughs> but, uh, that's the thing. When yeah, hunting season in. comes, yeah, it, it it's it's time to work and right. get, get to get Corn. to trying to shoot. Yeah, get to trying to shoot a, a good buck. But, Corn in the roads I mean, and where, where are you at? Time yes, I mean you guys hunt a, a nice place. Yeah, no, we're we're out of Lynn Salonwell. Uh, it's called the Santa Anita Ranch, and it's a it's a good sized ranch. It's about thirty five hundred acres. And it's with massive. with six paid six paid hunters, so wow. uh, <laughs> you have about a good you know a good amount sweet. of land you know where you can you know you hunt and uh, there it's uh, two management two bucks we get to shoot okay. you know a management and a trophy you know and it's pretty much off judgment off the least master you know we kind of we look at it and you know see if you know what potential does it look like he can get. Mm. And, He's tight, you know, it's just a 10 or something, right. you know. He, you know, that's what we'll call, call him a management, you know, eight, nine, ten, or you know, but anything above a, a 10, you know, we'll consider a, a trophy. A trophy. You know? It's yeah. just, that's what if we all sit down, we see, we see the buck, and you know, we just, mm-hmm. and that's what we were talking about earlier, you know, letting him grow, you know, it's just, that's when hunters, get together you i mean know, i right? saw that picture of that buck that they shot there i mean how many points was that that was a a nine and there was a management that, that one, was right? a, a management nine it was no that was a 196 that's what it feels dressed you know and it was that's seven, amazing 17 and 17 maybe you know 17 and a half inside spread but mm-hmm. uh big thick neck you know roman nose you know chocolate horns you know it's you know y'all looked at it you know yeah. i said management y'all were like yeah right you know yeah it looked like a trophy baby. no no but it's that's that's you know that's the type of deer that are in there you know but we just hunters yeah. that's where we get together we we look at them and that's we all agree you know we should you know. the one with the kickers who i mean that that was uh that was last yeah that was last year yeah no that was last year it was rick garcia uh he's a dentist there mccallan and uh, he's the least master there, and yeah, no, that uh, he shot it uh, the last week, I think second to last weekend, mm-hmm. and uh, no, it was already you know post rut, and I mean he was super skinny, but then, man, that was big. Yeah, that's, that's that's the difference, you know, when you 
you know, four or five and a half to six and a half, but you really let him grow into let this. Him How many points was that? That one, I think it was about 13, 14 points, man. You know, man, kicker, you know, kickers off on his G2s, G3s, you know, and just, just a brute, Beautiful. you know, long, you know, just a big, big deer. He's bred many doe, and there's bigger ones to come. So man. that's why, you know, and, and actually when he shot him, uh, he was broke off. I don't know if y'all saw that picture. No. One of his main beams, his main oh, beam, really? he was broke off, you know. Oh, does Miss us. So that's kind of like, you know. It's that late well, season. Yeah, that, and that's the thing, you know. Fighting. We see him, like, early. <clears throat> Like what are you, you gonna shoot? Like you gonna yeah? You what are you gonna to shoot? You know, yeah, like and that's, and that's when hard. we get you know, and that's why we when we do go, we we videotape him. You know, we see him. You know, look at his body. You know, like, but it's right. it's a judgment call, man. I mean, it's if you want to shoot him early, but you want to let him breed, man. Right? You know? Yeah, and, for sure. But there's some ranches I know. You know, you don't shoot till after Christmas or you know after you know. But it's right. Uh, yeah, it's just a judgment call, man. But it's. Usually definitely, when, the, definitely the no doubter. I mean, when that's when you see it, and right, yeah, you're right. gonna pick up the gun. You know, oh it's, yeah, it's autumn, yeah. Man, so, but we, we it just was beautiful. I mean, it was yeah, huge. no, yeah. It's you just haven't. We've seen some decent bucks, man. Just, uh, just not the, not the no doubters, you know. Yeah. But, uh, My biggest so far has been that 12 point from last season, but Darren Baby, Darren Baby, you man. So I'm looking for like a 14 this season. You know there what I mean? Go. Like 12 yeah, main yeah. beam, 12 yeah, main yeah. frame, yeah, two yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that too much is to ask, much bro? Ask? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm bordering well, the ref. You know? uh, I shoot a 270 <clears throat> Remington. Yeah. That's what's yeah, uh, that's my 70. favorite too. Yeah, model 70. Yeah, no, it's three by nine on yeah. the scope. Yeah, no, it's uh, I have a Vortex. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 14 by 16. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, no, it's uh, no it, Vortex is that's a good brand, man. Yeah, that's, it, that's what we're using. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Vortex. That and Leopold. Leopold, Leopold. gotta yeah, give it up to Both Leopold because it's dropped Vortex all my war- butts. Yeah, Vortex warranty is awesome. Yeah. Like yeah, they will fix it or replace it. Yeah, Dang, um, for the price and stuff, you can't beat binoculars, rangefinder, scopes. It's, Oh, that's good stuff. Man. And y'all set up at the ranch like everybody has their own RV. Or you yeah, a- yeah, we have a camp. Uh, we our camp is, uh, is in lot four, you know, pasture four, and uh, we have trailers, uh, running water, electricity, and stuff, and uh, own outhouse, you know, toilet and sink mm-hmm. and a shower, you know, all the necessities. It's uh, no, it's uh, it makes a difference when you because I've experienced you know when I was little and you know not having running water or electricity out there and. You know, you gotta bring a generator. You gotta bring gas. Yeah, you gotta bring yeah. water. Everything's you know, cold. Yeah, <laughs> everything's cold. Everything's cold. Cold front yeah. comes in. It's exciting yeah. and yeah. not it's exciting at the same time. Yeah, sleep in the truck. Yeah, but no, that's that's part of it, man. It's just right. you know, it's but uh, no, it's 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 nice out there. We got a cleaning station. You know, hang up our deer and stuff. We get to weigh them. You know, uh, we yeah. we we do bone and Crockett. You know, uh, we register them. You know, if we think it's worth it. You know, yeah. Uh, but it's nice. It's a, it's a sweet little setup. It's got its own shooting range there in camp, and uh, right it's on. just it's just real, you know, maintained, you know, taken care of. And are you going out every weekend, pretty much? Right now? Pretty, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to. Uh, this I know last, we're talking about the trip, the drive, right? Yeah, it's uh, not as bad. No, Lynn, someone well, uh, hour from camp to my house, it's about an hour and forty five minutes. Yeah, you can't, and that's can't beat it. It's, right, that's, and. Uh, 
but it's cool. no, yeah, it's uh, it's fun going out there, and uh, especially with these cold fronts, it's it's better when it's cold. I don't like it when it's hot. It's, I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. There's something about hanging the animal when it's chilly versus when it's like you know muggy. And uh, you're sweating and stuff, man. It just yeah. doesn't feel right. I'd rather bundle up and get, you know, elbows deep into the, yes, know, sir. Into and the and cleaning. It's you and your pops that like to hunt together, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, me and my dad, uh, we go out there, and my dad's a hunter. He's the one that, you know, I grew up doing it. Yeah, know. I mean, we used to hunt back, to, back in the day out in Raymondville. Raymondville, yeah. Yeah. Next to the Hunky Ranch. Hunky Ranch, yeah. No, it's... Uh, yeah, I that's grew cool, up. Man. Yeah, after after playing ball, it's that's when I got into fishing and stuff. But that's, I mean, my dad, he's the hunter. You know, it's that's the only thing he does. You know, he he's a retired teacher he's a, too, right? Retired teacher. You know, he's he's still umpires, referees, and all know, the he, passions. Yeah, he just still that's, doing that. that's what he does. You know, that's, that's cool. his honey, that's his honey money and his beer money. Heck know? yeah, so, you know, his necessities, yes, man. Sir. That's good. But yeah, no, that's that's grew cool, up, grew up doing it, man. And, you know, it's yeah. stuck with it, and obviously, I liked it. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's an addiction. Runs for sure. in the blood. Yeah, yeah. and that's and why so we're here, man. I saw a picture of a nice deer at your place, right? Alive and well. Yeah, just nah. a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, cat um, was watching that ten point buck, man. Nice neck, big body. Had him how far? I mean, he was within sixty yards at for times. How long? For, half an hour till the corn was gone this guy would eat and the doe would come around and you know how they like move their you know move around like not to let the other deer come and he'd finish off a feeder and then he'd take off but that that was also a thing for cat is that he's watching this buck every day you know he's coming out like clockwork so he was like a local buck and what we're waiting for, we what we usually wait for, which is later in the season, are the ones that you haven't seen. You know, they come out of nowhere. You're like, oh, crap, this thing just like you grab the gun and pull it. Right. So since he didn't get that immediate feeling, this buck, you could tell he has some age on him, but not enough. Like he's still in that stage where ah, I'm just going to be out eating corn. Yeah. And we're looking for the, the ghosts, you know, that yeah. pop out, right. disappear. They give you a little bit of time to shoot and that's Vanish. it. So, when you know he he was thinking too much about it, that's mm-hmm. why he let him and said, you know what, let's just see if this guy can make it through the season and and uh, breed a few more doe and then you know whatever happens happens. But he got taken out uh, just the other day, but it's all good, you know, because it's it's uh it's about the thrill like we were talking about that you get mm-hmm. from the animal you're going after, right. you know, what right. you choose to shoot. Uh, and I strongly believe in that, and and that's why we do what we do because the adrenaline's pumping. If I feel it at any time for a hog, a doe with the bow, or yeah. it's you know the second you don't feel that, I think that's when you've lost that love and, for it, right? And it was so, shot with a crossbow. Too, it was right? shot with a crossbow. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's great, man. So I mean, I think it's neat. I I know that right now. Um, the way everything's looking and starting to feel out there, and the way the deer are acting. We're gonna see some bigger bucks, Hopefully. you know. Yeah, I mean it's so just putting the time in, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Texas Parks and Wildlife says that the prime rut time is you know December fifteenth to December twenty fourth. Okay, right. but the rut lasts about a month. Mm-hmm. But yeah, prime well, time where you can see that the bucks literally chasing does at and, you know out in Rio Grande City, we have the does already up on their hind legs, you know, kicking other does. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Like you'll yeah. see that you know three, four, or five times within every thirty, forty minutes. So right, they're they're, they're playing with each other. Yeah, you know they're starting I mean? to get. And antsy. that's what what I mean. When I saw those 
those all those dough in the morning and then in the afternoon it kind of like completely died down i was like okay get ready for the morning and yeah. sure enough i saw him, but he played me well he came out right when the fog like perfect i mean they're smart they're mm-hmm. extremely extremely smart yeah and who knows if we will get to see him again yeah. <laughs> feel that feel that but that, that's why you have that's your chance that's why yeah. we chase them man it's the thrill of not knowing when you know that one's gonna step out right. and i was sitting in that ground blind just the other day I mean, I put that mummy's corn out. So I tested this out a little bit. I the day before, I put the regular, you know, regular corn, yeah. and then went with mummies the next day. And I had all the deer ten yards in front of the bow stand. Yeah. That one we put up on that stand, you know, a little bit off the ground. Um, man, I had about seven doe that moved through all within ten yards, and then two bucks. You know, I had no idea I was there. But I went at, I was trying to get a doe. Yeah. So I'm at full draw. And I don't know if I had told you yet, but I'm at full draw for a bu- uh, doe. You know, I had my PSE uh, DNA. And, of course, the buck goes after her right when I'm, you know, at full draw. So she didn't. She turned away from me. I had a nice broadside shot for a second. She turns away. You know, he gets up in the way. So I'm, I'm going back to, you know, I'm releasing a little bit so I can redraw. And as I'm doing that, my bow just, boom, it freaked out again and the straight dude the arrow went i was you know like dang it's happened to me a couple times already with that same bow so i don't know what it is but that doe uh, it was her lucky day she yeah. made it but i was trying to bow get, gotta go that yeah. bow gotta go i think it's time for a trade-in yeah. matthews <laughs> Matthew? <laughs> Hoyt? Mm-hmm. yeah something something i gotta go feel it yeah see which one pulls me in but uh i know man but i luckily i still got the diamond marquise and my old trusty pse deer hunter so I'm gonna pull one of those up these uh, next couple mornings. See if I can drop. Yeah, because y'all have some meat. Harvested a deer? No, not yet. Well, my cousin Danny came right. down, uh, like I said over the last podcast, and sure enough, he got a doe the last morning I was with him. Uh, it was awesome. Nice clean shot right at the feeder. Dropped some her. Good times out there. Yeah, man. It was. It was a. <laughs> we had a few good nights there, man. They had a blast and yeah. uh, took home some meat with them. Nice. Uh, Your so, uncle's crazy, man. Yeah, cool. dude. They're awesome. Cool dude, that's the De Los Santos blood that runs through us. A little rowdy, but yeah, yeah man. It brings us all together. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty loud, but man, it, it was a great time. I'm glad they they made it home with some meat and. And uh, memories, of course. So I'm looking to get back out there, man. And and tomorrow, the next day, definitely with Bayview right here, 20 minute drive. Yeah, can't be sitting in that blind and uh, hoping for some more good times. So uh, that's it for uh, this podcast today, y'all. With the uh, Buckhook Nation boys, want to thank our special guest Gus for being here, Gus. Yeah, big dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming, man. For yeah, real, dude. For coming, been, man. It was awesome having uh, you on, here. on here a lot. You know, give some people some updates on the weight fishing and uh, see how the, the rest of the, the whitetail season goes. But we definitely appreciate all our, you know, supporters and listeners. And, you know, y'all keep tuning in. I see the numbers and they keep, you know, climbing. So appreciate that. Appreciate you guys, man. The love is real. And don't forget, you can always go down to buckhook.com for y'all's fresh merch. And uh, tag us on any pics y'all put up on Instagram, Facebook, wherever y'all are you doing your social media. And we will uh, be back soon, y'all. Y'all have a great day. Peace. Peace.